Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Podcast. So, doing a mix and match of kind of guest episodes and solo episodes just to kind of keep it fresh and to kind of keep the less pressure on myself with things being quite busy at the minute, which is I'm very, very grateful for. Have the one-to-one clients going really, really well and have the group coaching clients in the female fat loss program from April going really, really well at the minute and the, the, the results and the mindset changes are the biggest thing. The mindset changes, once that's playing ball for an awful lot of people, life changes. And I think that's the, the bit I focus on an awful lot more with my clients than maybe other coaches may do or clients may be kind of expecting just here's a meal plan. It's like, no, I'm not gonna give you a meal plan. It's not gonna work for you. So one of the things that's kind of come up as a hot topic for in last little while with the last few check-ins is the impact that kind of criticism or opinions on how you look particularly coming from parents and how you actually want that to stop so the big thing that i would say is no one has the actual right or has the actual kind of wherewithal in order to make you feel about your body no one can make you or tell you what to eat or should comment on what you eat the person who is saying stuff to you maybe intends well they mean good but they're actually harming more so like i've spoken to so many people from this about where their attitude and their relationship comes from with food and when you dig into it with clients a lot of it comes from childhood, a lot of it comes from grief, a lot of it comes from trauma experience around or comments made to them about certain things, about how they look, a comment that they never have they pushed down so far into their like their psyche that when it comes up, it just ramps up and they think that because someone made a comment about chubby cheeks or something else like their legs or their arms, I've had clients deal with that an awful lot or try to deal with it. And I've spoken to an awful lot of people, particularly women, who tell a similar story about how can I get a parent or an auntie or a mom commenting or actually criticizing the body or the the weight that that may be there at that time. And that can be common comments with berating you for having a second helping of food. And it could come from that's all she talks about or they talk about when you're meeting up it's dieting or i'm on this new diet i'm on this new fast that the parent or the auntie or the uncle or whatever maybe may call someone fat it and these comments and these details and these conversations may not be aiding that person so how do you actually protect yourself when someone is actually so close to you, whether it be your dad, your grandparent, your mother-in-law, a sibling, or any other or other relative, and when they kind of feel that the need to weigh in on your body weight, it can cause a shame spiral. Body shaming parents or kind of heck body shaming from, from, from family happens all the time. If you think about it, when you've gone for occasions and maybe you have been training for a while and you've been consistent for a while people will say oh you look great like we all love that but then we've got the other side of the spectrum of when we potentially kind of ease off on that side of things which does happen and can happen and i'm talking from my own experience on that is people will say oh you look a little bit different or you look a little bit 
kind of skinny or you look a bit, I don't know, gaunt or whatever it may be. Now that's the other, that's the thin shaming side of things. But there's also the fat shaming side of things as well. And the advice I'm gonna share here is is how to work around that. Think that people think that by commenting on your weight or your food or anything like that, that they actually that they they think they're helping you, but they're not. And perhaps you can actually relate to what I've just said. A research shows that teenagers whose parents comment on their weight are 66% more likely to be overweight or obese or as adults. 66%, so that's two thirds of people. So if you've been taught how to do that or have had those comments as a kid from your parents or those who you look up to and now you're facing that yourself and you find that you have kids or you have nephews or nieces and you're starting to make those comments, you've learned that from somewhere. So when people actually comment on your weight or your body or criticize how you look, it stays with you. It affects your self-confidence or it affects your relationship with food and you project onto the food. It does a lot more harm than good. And these unsolicited comments on on how you look and your appearance, actually, they're hurtful. And they hurt even more if it comes from your own parents because they're meant to be the guardians. They're meant to be like the, the protectors of you. And you take what they say, their opinion is kind of gold. They're, they're the ones that are not meant to be able to make mistakes. The truth is that if, if your parents or your godparents or your grandparents or your mom is connect, commenting on your weight or criticizing your, your body, your food choices, it actually says a lot more about her about their relationship with food than it does about your size. Like the person in question maybe have disordered eating or um, eating disorder or a troublesome relationship with food themselves. Asking them to stop is one way, but it isn't the sometimes the best way because that can cause up a defense and cause an argument. But you also have to weigh in and say, why is that person so... Like Everyone's going to have a different opinion on everything. But you have to ask yourself, why is that person's so, opinion so highly ranked in your in your psyche? Obviously, as a parent, it's someone that you look up to. A grandparent, it's someone that you look up to again. So how can you deal with these comments the next time it happens? So I know... like. One of the clients that I spoke with probably about three years ago on this topic, and it kind of stands out in my head as I'm kind of talking about it now, is the her mom tried to sneak a scale in a weighing scales into her apartment after she had told her not to. It was kind of like a drug run. Another told me that her mom has been commenting on her weight since she was about six, seven, eight years of age. While another person I worked with said her mom tells her that she looked better when she weighed less, even though it required very disordered heating habits. Whether that was restricting carbs or that was restricting a certain food. And a lot of people can relate, unfortunately can relate to the sentence of pull in your tummy, suck it in for the photo. And research shows that while parents talk to boys about growing strong muscles, telling daughters to be careful not to gain weight is a little bit more common on that side of things. And that's kind of a sad, sad thing. So we need to try and change this topic. And we need to, step one is we need to start with empathy. And I really feel for people from 
the kind of like the baby boom generation and earlier. They were hard, hit so hard by dieting culture. The city diets, the intermittent fastings, all these various different things. Group weigh-in, slimming clubs, sins, points, Jane Fonda, weighing out food, Atkins, cabbage soup diets, you name it. A lot of people have spent their lives being taught that that kind of, that method is the only way in order to kind of lose weight. And unlike the kind of the younger generations, they don't have anyone speaking up for themselves against diet culture. If you look at it now, that this generation right now have people, they have role models. The generation before necessarily didn't. Like my parents wouldn't. My, the generation after that wouldn't. And having comments made by someone who you put up on a pedestal can actually, it can suck. But one of the big things that can't help is empathy and finding a useful tool to relieve some anger. Maybe that person that you're that kind of is making those comments was raised thinking that your her worth or their worth as a person was depending on how little space is possible or by weighing less. Everything around them, their friends, has encouraged them to diet and think of food as fattening and something to control. And ultimately, if that person's commenting on your weight, they're very much stuck in that kind of black and white world of harmful thinking. And it's almost like your heart is sad to think how food and weight probably still control much of their thinking and they're projecting that onto you. So rather than trying to get angry with them, actually take a step back and actually have empathy for them. The step, the second step, which I think is one of the most clear steps is setting boundaries and clear boundaries. For you to be able to feel comfortable eating with your family, because what can happen is when you go to family events, should you be having that? Are you sure you should be having that second portion? Some people can feel obliged to be eating the dinner when they're at family events, but their fear is of judgment. So it's really, really important to set clear boundaries and what sort of comments you won't tolerate. You'll need to have a conversation at some point with that person, letting them know it's not okay. You may get bite back and you need to be prepared for that. You have to, you have to choose to have this important conversation at a moment that's best for you on your terms. And here are some of the main kind of conversation points that you could use. These are not limited to it, but these are the top four or five that I've seen clients and taught clients how to use to approach these topics. And number one is I want to talk to you about something important. When you make comments on my weight or my body, it, feel, it makes me feel X. It makes me feel unhappy. It makes me feel sad. The second one you could use is I think you say these comments because you're trying to help me, but they have the opposite effect. Third one is if you making comments about my body or weight worked, wouldn't I be the weight you want to be wanted me to be by now? The fourth one is when you comment on my weight or food, it makes me feel less motivated. Your comments set me up for an unhealthy relationship with food, and that's this makes me f- makes healthy eating harder for me. Some of the more direct ones are like, I'd like you to please stop making comments. It's not okay. I'll look after my own health. I'm old enough and bold enough to do it. It's my body. It's I'll treat it how I like. 
I would prefer if you didn't weigh in on on, on what I eat and on weigh in on what I weigh anymore. And to check in is, do you understand what I'm asking you to do? Do you think you can respect that? It's important to get that opt-in or agreement because then it's a clear arrangement and agreement. And this conversation won't be easy. The, the person could get defensive. You could get defensive. It could be turn into a not a pleasant conversation. But it's a really, really important one to tackle. So some of the things that may come back are how to respond to the comments about weight and other possible rude outbursts that might happen. Do you expect me just to not comment on your eating when you stuff yourself with food? And the answer is yes, that's exactly what I'm asking you. You can't keep trying the same strategy and expect a different outcome. I'm asking you to respect my space. You're just going to get fatter if I don't comment. It's my body, so it's my rules. If your comment helped me to lose weight, I would have the perfect body by now. Another comment is sometimes the people who love the most tell you the hard truth because no one else will. If you truly love me the most, as you say, you'll respect my decision and respect what I'm asking for here. But you asked me to help you lose weight. You wanted me to eat to help you eat less. I'm just asking you what you told me to do. That's true. But I thought you could help. But what isn't helping is the comments. And I'm now asking you to potentially step away from making comments. Can you please do that for me? A really hard one that can come back is, it's just a joke, why are you always so serious? Like, have a little bit of a laugh. I'm, I'm only messing with you. It's not funny to me. It's hurting my feelings. How would you like if someone was making comments about you all the time? And I'd really appreciate you finding something else to, to laugh about or another joke to have, not at my expense. The step, the third step that you need to do is repeat those boundaries as many times as is needed. You need to be prepared for the fact that that person, that family member, that parent, that grandparent will probably forget what you've said because they've been doing it for years, potentially. And to get them from making loads of comments to no comments, they will try again. So when someone else kind of comes in close to you and makes a comment, you need to be firm. One thing you could say is I noticed that you're putting in that comment again. It's really important to me that you stop these comments. I hope that's okay. I ask you not to tell me how much to eat if I've had enough. My body will tell me how much food I need. I need you to stop commenting on my food and my body. Do you understand what I'm asking you? You can say it in your own way, but I think it's important for you to be firm. I'm putting your own needs first. And that can be hard to do for an awful lot of people. You need to continue to reinforce those boundaries as many times as it takes. It's boring. It's tedious. I wish you didn't have to do this. But you'll need to set those firm boundaries. Don't fall back into old patterns of, of talking to that person or, the, or your parents or your grandparents about your weight. After enough time has kind of passed, there will be... There may come a time later down the track where you might want to talk about weight or food with that person again. This might happen if you're going through a period of weight change or habit change or learning a lot about yourself, doing that inner work and being reflective, being aware. And if you do kind of go through this and find other people talking to you about food or your body so they don't 
complicate that relationship with with whoever it is you want your relationship with that person to be as much much more just than the scales or calories and number of almonds that you've had you need to lead by example there's a chance that your positive relationship with food for yourself will be watched will be viewed by that person and that will rub off on them and this will be the ultimate kind of outcome if you're learning to accept and respect what you're trying to do and diving into things like intuitive eating improving your relationship with food getting away from silly food rules this will start to step up and start people will start to notice and you, you can choose to navigate between these non-weight based conversations however you like and if you're stable enough i think there's an opportunity that you may help help to improve that person's relationship themselves Some of the challenges that you may face when this happens is it it's not fun. Especially if it's coming from a parent. It's easy to resent that person because the message you're being sent is harmful and unhealthy and not helpful in any way. And it's not okay. And it can take time for people not to feel angry about these comments after they'd stop. First, you need to realize that that person went maybe went through the same thing with their parents. They may have been told that their whole life to stop eating or pulling in her tummy or that she was the wrong size and she was never good enough. And this hurts. This is it's 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 hurtful. So try to imagine you're that person being a child or at the same age as you receiving mean, unfair comments about their body. Think about how it might have hurt her or them and respected their self-esteem and impacted their self-esteem. So without anyone actually around that person to help and learn what she is taught, it might kind of be passed down to you. It's about having sympathy, about having empathy, about having clear boundaries. But what to do if someone's making still making those comments? This poor body image thing that's kind of happening at the minute, unfortunately. This disordered eating pattern that's glorified from generation to generation. It needs to stop a generation. It needs to be stopped. It also is coming from, maybe coming from a generation where the male side of the relationship made comments about weight but now the thing, things are changing that it's not okay to comment people are a lot more kind of confident and a lot more they know what they want now everyone has an opinion on everything these days this whole idea of the photoshop models or and is being potentially glorified by the way women are being valued if, it, if it's a mom that's saying it to you. And I think it's important to learn that lesson, that essential life lesson that you're more than what you look like. And people can kind of be struggling to, as they get older, to deal with that and accept that. Particularly kind of, I know from working with clients going through kind of perimenopause, menopause and into their 40s, they kind of, 
look at what life was like before kids. They look what life was like before all this kind of stuff happened. And the thoughts around food, around themselves, body image can be highlighted a lot more. A lot more angst can be had. So you need to look at it from some kind of thought-provoking conversations. Maybe that you talking to that person and saying you've been dieting your whole life. If obsessing about your body worked, wouldn't you be at your goal by now? Now that it's it the importance there is the tone. If you go full aggressive, you're gonna get aggressive back. One of the things is maybe you've spent less time worrying about food, you'd be able to do more things for in life and look and go after your own life and go and do the things that you want to do rather than worrying about what other people think. One of the hard ones that's gonna hurt now is you've tried hating your body and it hasn't helped you to lose weight and keep it off. What happens if you actually tried to accept your body and see what happened? You also might not create any change for them at all. Some people, and that's okay, you need to accept that. You can only lead a horse to water. You can't make them drink it. That person may never stop dining or commenting, but you can change how you respond to those comments. Those That person may need therapy. That person may need to guess clinical help regarding their disordered eating or their body image but if you can look after your own interests and have your own boundaries and have empathy for your own experience you'll learn a lot more about yourself another thing that i've kind of seen happening recently is when clients parents are commenting on how their grandparents are looking the boundaries still need to be there. Remember, 66% of people who receive comments in adolescence will be, uh, that receive comments about their weight or their image will be overweight or obese. Now that's quite, a, that's quite scary. So you need to be firm, stay firm, and it's important for your health, for your child's health, because whatever is impacting you right now is impacting on the next generation. So ending that cycle and checking on yourself is why is that comment impacting me so much? Why is that person's opinion so important to me? Are you looking for acceptance? Do you need acceptance or do you want acceptance? Two very, very different things. Are you looking to be loved by that person? Are you looking for kindness from that person? Are you looking for happiness from that person? Are you looking for love in the wrong place from that person? But knowing that you can show empathy towards yourself, setting clear boundaries, resetting those clear boundaries again, things can change. So if you're in this position, have a listen back to that again. It's not okay to comment about how other, how other people like look. It's not okay. I think we're slowly changing it. There's a lot of body positivity movement going on at the minute. A lot more people are aware of what's going on. But there's awareness and then there's actually execution. Because I know there's a lot of people struggling out there from when they when they feel they go home and the comments coming out, well, you should be having that. Will you please eat this? A plate of food is, ah, you're looking skinny now. Will you eat that? 
those comments aren't helpful. But that's them projecting onto how they feel about themselves onto you. And that's not fair either. But you can't change that person. But you can change how you react. So if you've enjoyed this episode at all, please do tag and share with me up on your stories. If you're interested in working with me on a one-to-one capacity, click on the link into the show notes and we can jump on a call. So hopefully you have enjoyed this episode.